Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, lover of knowledge. This is Be More Cleverer. I am Jack. That is Katie. Hi. Hello. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Be More Cleverer if you want to know more fun things. You can rate us on the generic podcast app as well. I would suggest five stars. stars. How would you, five Katie? Five stars. Five stars. Subliminal messaging. Five, five stars. Five. Do you think it's subtle enough? Five stars. <laughs> This is the weirdest thing. Can we just have a quick sip of wine? Because I'm a bit like, ooh. Yeah. Clink, sees, is it? Cheers. Otherwise, it didn't happen. Uh, hey, Katie, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Jackson. How are you? Good. Um, you know when we said we we're going to take a break? Uh, yeah, we took a year. Quite a long time. Took uh, quite a while. But here we are, we're back. And I New wish... Be More Clever. New members. New. I, I wish I could say in that break I didn't see you, but I think I see you every day. I hardly even recognise you. Look at you. Look, your hair has got thinner. <laughs> you the lines cow. on your forehead have become more prominent. They're laugh lines. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I do dye my hair because I'm probably going to grey. You look fine. You look more confident. I feel like you were like... I look more confident. I just feel like you what were you like mean? a mouse when I met you, and now you're like an eagle. What? That makes you sound like you're taking responsibility for me, like flourishing. I feel like I've, I've honestly, I, I made you who you are. But anyway, we took a year, we took a bit of a break from the podcast, but we're back. We're ready for it all over again. What have you been doing all this time? I'd love to. Okay, what have you been up to? I'd love to say that I've changed. Um, I haven't. Uh, I've not done that much. Um, Went on holiday a bit. Yeah, me too. We went on holiday together. Went on holiday together. That was fun. That was really fun. Not a couple's retreat. No, um, I know the will they, won't they thing is like... They won't. Quite on. They won't. It's quite Ross and Rachel, but I just feel like... We were always on a break. Never on. Um, Fine. But here we are. What do you think... Has anything changed for you at all in the past year since we've been off? I've grown obviously older. Um, before you say it, I feel like I've learned a lot more. Um, what, what have I, you learned? What's one thing you've learned over the past year? Um, I'm, I'm actually more confident in myself. Whereas a year ago, I don't think I was. What? Right. Let's make one thing clear. This podcast is not here for us to get deep. I thought that's what, what this are was. What you doing? This is not self-help. You asked me. Anyway, there's one major thing that I do notice that has changed is 
why are, why is it so noisy? Ah, so, as if you don't know, as if you've just been tra- teleported here. <laughs> okay, so if you are a, a, a listener to the podcast from before, then you'll think, what the hell is that hullabaloo going on in the background? Uh, so we are now in a pub. We make the podcast from a pub. We're in the Queen Adelaide, in the heart of deepest East London. Um, so we basically decided that the whole concept of the podcast was inspired by us being quite shit at pub quizzes. Yeah. So... Um, we thought, why not just make it from a pub, our natural habitat? Makes and sense, right? The Queen Adelaide just welcomed us with open arms, didn't they? They will live to regret it, hopefully. <laughs> um, no, probably. No, but um, we're so like excited to be here. We've actually got wine in front of us, which I remember we did early days, but got scared that we get told off. And now we yeah. can actually legitimately have wine. It's, everyone's like having a nice time. Um, I'm excited people watch us. I'm sure you are. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of that right now. I can see a couple. Uh, one of them looks like, looks like um, they're on Tinder, but they look like a couple, so that's yeah, fun. Yeah, confusing. Um, there's another little group having a lovely time in the corner. Yeah, we're, we're very much in a pub, and here we are. Yeah. We're it's, gonna... it's, it's weird, people being around, but they seem to like literally not give a shit that we're doing this. I'm... People could not... No one, I don't think, is realising that we're doing a podcast right now, but I kind of like that. I'm yeah, into it. I'm into that thing. We're also going to be kind of more frequent. Because we've been away for so long, we thought, hell, why not just do more? Do yeah. more cleverer. Do more cleverer. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get ourselves fortnightly, and yeah. there's going to be even more knowledge shared. So, it, like, like you <laughs> said, Casey, <laughs> we're basically your guide to learning good answers to pub quiz knowledge. I suppose, yeah. So... We originally made this podcast. If this is your first time listening, we thought there are certain subjects in life that some of us just don't know enough about. When that topic comes up during a pub quiz or in Trivial Pursuit or just in conversation, you think, eh, I don't know anything about this. So we decided to just cover any subject we can think of yep. in the space of about 20 minutes and release it as podcasts while drinking loads of wine. And that's what we're just basically continuing doing. So in the past, we've made ones about Winston Churchill and cricket and the Rat Pack and the moon landing. Um, and it's just a continuation of that. And we're going to be here every fortnight with more episodes. And... Uh, it's just been a while since we've done it, but now we're back and we're yep. ready for all of it. All over again. Katie, are you ready for me to kind of uh, debut the new topic for this, for the new People Collaborer? No. I'm going to do it anyway. Hang on. Now. I'm telling you all about the magic circle. Really? Yep. It's something I was kind of damn interested in when I was a kid and uh, I didn't do anything about it because I didn't have I wasn't coordinated enough to like learn tricks Um, but I have and I'm going to show you one a little later on Um, but I'm teaching you all about the magic circle which is a secret society of magicians right Um, I thought I'd do some research because that's the new me of the podcast, I actually researched something. No, I found out that a, a, a friend of mine actually is in the Magic Circle, that, so that helped. Really? Yeah, uh, my friend Matt, uh, he's a presenter and uh, he makes board games. Ooh, friends uh, of a presenter. Ooh, ooh lovely. Um, yeah, Matt Edmondson is a member of the Magic Circle, and I didn't know this, and we've known each other for, I'd say, three years uh, and I thought, why not just talk to him? Because he's obviously a member, and I don't know many people who are in the Magic Circle. Right. Uh, do you want to have a 
listen to that chat, which is kind of awkward. I can't believe you've done this. You finally, after all this time, you finally knuckled down and jumped off Wikipedia yeah. and done some research. Here it is. Hi, Matt. You all right? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jack. Uh, so, thanks for doing this. This is important because actually I didn't know that you were in the magic circle. Yeah, I'm very much in the closet when it comes to magic. I uh, And only this year, really, have I come out and said, yeah, I do tricks at parties. At parties and other paid events. But it's always something I feel like I can't even talk to you about. I right. thought, even if I knew... Do- are you allowed to say to people? Are you allowed to call people out? Is it like... Yeah, I think people think it's like the Freemasons or something like that. And it's not. Essentially, the Magic Circle is like any other organisation that is into something. So there'll be organisations for people who are into horticulture or organisations for people who love a particular artist or something like that. And the Magic Circle is basically a place where magicians can get together and it's a, a safe space, essentially, where you can talk to other magicians and know that the secrets aren't going to leak out. Because obviously magic trades on secrets and mystery. And if you show someone a trick, one of the questions you always get asked is, please go away. Uh, we're just stop interrupting our dinner. No, they always say, um, how did you do that? And obviously if everyone knew, it wouldn't be magic. So as a magician, you're sort of constantly striving to find out how stuff is done and share secrets that you know with other people and have them trade their secrets with you. But the Magic Circle basically legitimises the people who are there. So you know, like, oh, I can trust you and I can say to you, yes, this is how this thing's done, or we can, I've got a problem with the trick, I can't quite work this bit out, and they can help you out with that. So it's a sort of network of people, but also it's like any club. There's a newsletter that goes out, there's a little magazine, you get a membership card, and also people get together. So every Monday night at the Magic Circle headquarters, which is a very unsuspecting building, uh, near Euston Station uh, in London. You can get together and they have events for people who are interested in magic. So they'll have famous magicians come and lecture who will talk about their tricks or they'll have a particular evening where they go, oh, we're going to do a bit today about tricks using a particular slight or something like that. Different events, different evenings they put on just for people who are interested in magic. And they do vote in uh, a president and a vice president and there are various tiers of the magic circle. So you can be... Uh, a member of the magic circle. Mm-hmm. You can be an associate of the inner magic circle. You can be a member of the inner magic circle. And it basically, there are, there are, there are tiers at which it gets like, that circle becomes more and more closed off to certain people. Like Scientology. Exactly. And then just in the middle, it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> Always at the middle of a circle is Tom Cruise. So if, I'm thinking less me because I'm not good at any kind of coordination, but someone like Katie could join the magic circle in theory, what would she have to do? Yeah, so it's a bit like a private members club. Uh, Katie loves the private members club. Okay, so normally in a private members club, you have to be nominated by someone who already goes because they don't want any of that riffraff coming in. Um, So uh, it's kind of the same with the magic circle. You have to have two members independently nominate you. So you kind of have to have some connections in the magic world. But, you know, I could put one of those recommendations forward for Katie if she can find another magician. And then she would have to learn, I think it's something odd, like 11 minutes worth of magic. I think that's what I had to do. And you can choose to do uh, close-up magic, which is the sort of stuff that you see, I guess, at weddings and corporate events where they come around the tables and show you stuff. Or stage magic, which is bigger stuff. Or even parlour magic, which is somewhere in between the two. But you have to do 11 minutes of something magic. uh, And that's your audition piece. And you get judged by people who are 
at one of the high levels of the magic circle. And if they think you're good enough and your skills are competent enough and you're enthusiastic enough, then they will, for a fee, allow you to join the magic circle. <laughs> Free, small nominal fee. Yes. Okay, that's good to know. I will see if Katie can prep herself for tricks. Yeah, just of... learn one trick and do it really slowly do over 11 research. minutes. She can put a ping pong ball somewhere that I've... Really? Yeah. I've heard that that one is quite good. Is it one of the ones that then changes colour? Yes. That is an incredible magic trick. Um, there is a there is a trick in magic called the ambitious card. Great trick where you get someone to choose a card and they sign their name on it and then they put it back into the middle of the deck and it keeps jumping to the top. So every time they put it in the middle, it jumps to the top and you never see the moment that it jumps. It goes to the middle, jumps to the top. And there are like a hundred ways of doing that trick. There are a hundred ways, maybe even more, of putting a card in the middle of a pack of cards and without you notice anything happening, it being back on top of the deck. So she could just do that for 11 minutes, just over and over. Put your card in the middle, it's back on top. Put your card in the middle again, it's back on top. Put your card in the middle again, it's back on top. And that could legit, that could that could go for it. Well, you could. I think if you did it the same way every time, people might go, oh, this person's learnt one thing. <laughs> um, but actually, you could do an 11-minute long ambitious card routine where you never use the same method twice. So yeah, as Matt said, the Magic Circle was formed in 1905. 1905. Uh, when a group of 23 magicians decided to kind of form together to share their secrets. Because as, as you might know, a member of the public, it's very important in Magic that members of the public don't know what the secrets right. are. You love a trick and you love to know it, but you wish you knew how to do it and they never tell you. And this is kind of the, the, the start of that, the catalyst of that was that they wanted a safe space to learn and share their magic advice and tricks. I see. The first meeting was held at the Green Man Pub in Soho because they, they, they had to be discreet. So they like they didn't have like a formal meeting room. They just went to a pub. I know, okay, I know it well. The one is just off Oxford Street. Yeah. Correct. Great, great pub prices. Lovely, as good as the, well priced. Well priced, but not as well priced as the Queen Adelaide's There's no wine. Queen Adelaide. No one is. Uh, the first ever president, because if you own a secret society, you have to have a president. Right. All presidents are good, as you know. Um, and this one was magician David Devant. David De- Devant, like, as in, like, the b- things under the beds. A Devant, that's like a bed, isn't it? Is that, or is, the, that like a, is that like a sofa bed? Or yeah, is it, it like is. a solid thing that goes under a mattress? I think it's like, the, a, like a mum and dad bed. Yes, it's so, it's so it's is the beer. Because <laughs> David yeah. Devant does sound like he sells good beds. I'm David, David Devant. David. I'm into magic. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The club also have their own magazine. What do you reckon the magazine's called? The Magic Circle Gazette. Close. It's the Magic Circular because it's in circulation. Okay, yep. I mean, that was obvious. I mean, I just thought of it on the spot, to be fair, but if I had a bit of time, sat around a table to brainstorm some ideas for a Magic Circle publication, I probably would have gone for the Magic Circular, but I didn't have that amount of time. Uh, And in 1998, the club established their own purpose-built... HQ in London's glamorous Euston. 1998. So that's 93 years after they were a thing. Yep. It took them a long time to get out of that pub, man. I wonder that they didn't make much money at first. I don't really know. Maybe they just... It says purpose-built, so I... Does that mean they started from scratch? Potentially. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know some notable members alongside We've Matt? Got a connection to someone in, in the circle, yeah, and that is exciting. that is that is money can't buy. Yeah. Although I know some, I know of some magicians yeah. who weren't allowed in the magic circle, or they might have been excluded from it. Do you know about this? Am I like jumping the gun here? Are you? I actually don't know about this. Tell me more. So a few months ago, I got to see. Magicians Penn and Teller. I love those guys. So, They're in Sabrina. They are some of the richest magicians in the world. And I went to see them perform a few months ago. And they explained how they either were in the magic circle and they were kicked out or they weren't in it at all because they liked to explain how they did things as part of their act. And the magic circle went down with that. I, as you will find out in just a little bit, the magic circle hate secrets being revealed. It's kind of a big deal to them. Okay. Um, but I want to tell you about some notable members alongside Matt Edmondson. Ooh. So, there are just under 100 female members of the circle. Okay. And what's that like? How many actually are there overall? So there are 1,500 members altogether. Oh, so that's not many. Not many at all. Because this is, this is weird. And, I, and you might think this is kind of weird, but I thought magicians would be a little more progressive just because like m- magic's weird right you know i know it's weird it's kind of funky isn't it so i thought they'd be quite open-minded and like absolutely would be fighting for like everyone having the chance to do magic you know it'd be a little bit a step ahead of everyone else of progressiveness not the case it seems um women have only been admitted since 1991 oh uh when Debbie McGee applied. I love Debbie. I'm with obsessed legs, with Debbie. Strictly. Everyone knows about the legs now. That's magic in itself. 
see a handkerchief. Coming. <laughs> oh, sorry. Forget Carry that. on. Move on. <laughs> Those ping pong balls. Oh. Um, so, yeah, uh, you'll know her famous husband. Paul Daniels. Paul Daniels, the magician Paul Daniels. We've all seen the Louis Theroux doc. If you haven't, you must see oh, it. Oh, it's on Netflix, guys. It is terrific. But yeah, in 1991, Paul Daniels threatened to quit the circle and leave if women were refused entrance. So, hang on, hang on. This is information to me. So, Paul Daniels was a an icon for feminism. Yeah. In a way. I, I, I'm... It's it's unclear on whether he basically just wanted his wife in, his squeeze into the circle, or whether he was like supporting. Or oh, just to hang out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or um, oh, maybe I. Debbie's got to come along with me. If she doesn't, I'm out. Maybe I shouldn't like label him as a feminist icon straight away. I'd love that to be true, but I I didn't research that. We that, don't know. That, we don't know that. No. Uh, do you want to know another famous member? Yeah. Did you know that HRH Prince Charles is in there? He's a member of the Magic Circle. What? Yep. Why? Is that like an like a when people get honorary degrees though? They just get given. They get put a hat on them and given a scroll. I would hate to label that as so, but it might be true. He he took his exam in 1975. Oh, hang on, no. So he took an exam. He did. He did do it. He like he he, by all accounts, followed the rules. But I, I wonder whether he got special treatment and like got pushed ahead of the queue. Cos Royal. Uh, he did the old cup and balls trick. He cupped his balls. He didn't cup his balls. He did the cup and ball trick, which you might have seen street magicians do. What is the cup? Oh, on a table. Yeah. I, I was imagining the Victorian thing. Whoop. Oh, the yeah, the ball. old like, chicken. That's not magic. That's just... That's just science. That's just a toy. <laughs> um, so so along, he cupped his balls. Cupped his balls and got in. Circle. The rules get away with anything, Mum. Uh, alongside those notable members, membership doubled in 2001. Why do you reckon that might have been? David Blaine. The magician who stands in a box over the Thames. Yeah, didn't he, like, like uh, bury himself in, or, like, get trapped in ice for a bit as well or something? Yeah, apparently he did that too. It wasn't David Blaine, but it, it was to do with a franchise that you're not that into. Oh, I know what it is. Harry Potter. You're correct. Uh, Harry Potter made membership double from around the mid-hundreds to the 1500 mark in 2001. Everyone went crazy for Harry Potter. And so people wanted to be in the magic circle because of that? Yep. People thought it was kind of accessible. Have you read them all? Yeah. You. Uh, controversially, sorry if you're a fan of Harry Potter, um, I would say the weakest book is... No one cares. Number six, but we'll move on. Um, you talked about Penn and Teller getting kicked out because of revealing secrets or, or not being even allowed in. Yeah. The Magic Circle's motto is... Indocilis Private Loki translates to not apt to disclose secrets. By disclosing those secrets, you are facing immediate expulsion. That is immediate wow. expulsion. So don't ever reveal any of this conversation to anyone. Okay. You okay with that? Yeah. When I say Tommy Cooper, what do you say? When Fez. I say Tommy, you say... Cooper. Cooper. Fez. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. So you know he wears a Fez, but you, you, you might also... Are we actually be... going to talk about the Fez? I'm actually going to talk about the Fez. It kind of fits <laughs> quite heavily. <laughs> yes. And he's in the Magic Circle. Tommy Cooper so was a, a famous... a massive detour. Yeah, no, he was a member of the Magic Circle. Okay. So much so, he was a member of the Secret Six. 
What which is was that? A collective of like super members. Think of the Avengers, but in magic. Right. The secret six are so secret, in fact, that Tommy himself didn't know who the other members were. Right. So they could still be alive today. Tommy, of course, is not with this, R.I.P. But the Secret Six were an, an exclusive member of the circle. So who else was in them? I don't. I. I don't know. They, they, it's not been. Were you just not on your research? No. That I don't. You're not allowed to know. I. I think we only know Tommy Cooper because dead. Cause dead. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Uh, do you know where he got that from? No. Well, he used to be uh, a member of the Royal Horse Guards in Egypt and served in Egypt and picked up a fez in a market stall in an Egyptian town. Right. The market stall holder would frequently bump into English uh, army members or tourists, and he would also mock that they would say, oh, look at this, I can put it on. You wear it just like that, and would, would mimic the sound. So the market stall holder assumed that Tommy would be exactly the same and do that. So anticipated it and did it to Tommy. So put on affairs and went, ooh, just like that. Tommy and that's Cooper. How it became a thing. Yeah, Tommy Cooper had no intention of saying that because he was like, why would I say that? But loved it so much and thought it was hilarious that an Egyptian market stall holder would mock the English that he he took it as a catchphrase. Fair dues. Why wouldn't you take that? That is quite lols. Why would you not? It's weird to not talk about magic without mentioning uh, Harry Houdini. You know Harry Houdini, right? Yeah, from the he had a straight jacket. Straight yeah. jacket, famous escapist, escapologist. Yeah. Um, you might not know that he was not the founder of modern magic. He stole his name from a 19th century magician called Robert Houdin. Oh, so was he a magic person? Harry Houdini. Robert Robert Houdin used to be a watchmaker but then turned into a magician. He basically is the founder of modern magic. And Harry Houdini was like inspired by him. Yep. Yes, so that's where Houdini's act came from was a 19th century magician called Robert Houdin. Oh. Uh, he was yeah, he's basically credited with kind of performing in a modern magic in a mo- ma- in a modern way. So he came up with the idea that you perform in like dinnerware in like a tux. Right. Rather than like a robe or a magician's kind of uh, wizard's robe. Uh, right. Robert Houdin also is the father of the floating boy illusion. You might have seen like uh, Covent Garden street performers do. Have you seen it when they kind of pretend? Oh, to- I hate them. I I, I don't hate. Them. I just. I, I struggle with the fact there are so many of these floating Yodas that I just can't deal with them because I feel I look at them and I think, well, it must be quite straightforward if there are so many of you. You get a Yoda, you get like a Tin Man. I can't deal with it. I think like there are so many of you, so like the mystery has kind of gone, and and they kind of I don't know. I just it's not for me. Do you fancy doing a bit of a quiz, Katie? What do you mean? I feel like it's only right that we're in a pub that. Uh, you, Katie Brennan, and if you're at home and you fancy partaking in a bit of a quiz, you know, you've, you've had 20 minutes of learning a bit of information. It seems only right that we all get together and l- recite the facts that we might have learned. So if okay. you're at home, let's take a quick pause. Me and Katie can have a sip of wine. Yeah. Get a pen and paper. Get it ready. Katie, we're yeah. going to have a sip of wine. 
so just to make sure these things have gone into our brains, you mean? Yeah, I think it's important because I, I zone out of myself when I chat. Yeah. So listening at home, if you want to grab a pen and paper, feel free because... Why not? I mean, you're probably going to beat me, so let's find out. I don't know, you know. I think, I think everyone's ready. I'm going to go with question one. Okay. Pause it if you're not. Play it if you're ready. Katie, when was the magic circle formed? 1905. You are correct. Am you, I? Yeah. I was waiting for a punchline there. <laughs> no, you're correct. You are correct, but you're not. Simply correct. <laughs> Question two. This is good. A good start. I thought I'd keep the oh, momentum God. going. Okay. What trick did Prince Charles perform to gain his entry in 1975? He cupped his balls. He did ball. He did the cup and ball. Please stop saying he cupped his balls. He's a royal... Man, he, but you are right. Even though being disrespectful, you're there right. There three of us in this marriage. Who was famous for wearing a fez for his Tony performances? Cooper. Just like that, you got sorry, it right. I have to delay that for listeners at home to pause their devices to think about their answers. But sorry, it was Tommy Cooper. We all knew but it. But Katie, you're correct. Thank you. Debbie McGee is a famous female member of the Magic Circle. But when were women allowed to join the club? I'm saying 19. Yeah. 91. You're correct. Oh my God, you've got four out of five. I'm failing this. I, didn't I think was you would. really listening hard. It's the first one back in so long, I thought I need to really listen hard. It's important to do that. Okay. I'm almost embarrassed. Like, I was thinking I'm going to get like, one right at best. Okay. What does the motto. Oh, God. Indocilis private Loki mean. Oh. Indocilis private Loki mean. I'm going to give you like a general, if you get like a general meaning of it, I'm going to accept that. Okay. Oh. Can you say it again? Indocilis private Loki. Was it like, oh God, you literally just said this to me. Do not like disclose. To not reveal. Yeah. Magic. What we, how we do it. Yeah, I'm going to give you that. Uh, it's kind of don't disclose our secrets, but I'm yes. going to give. Yeah, that is essentially right. You've got five out of five, man. Have I? Four, Are you going to give me a full point for that? Yeah, yes, that I'm really? giving you. Oh. That is five out of five on yes. our first return yes. to the Be More Cleverer yes. universe. You got it right. I thought as a punchline. I never get these things. No, that's it. Um, it only goes downhill from here. That's the only thing. <laughs> it will. As a treat to you and uh, viewers of Instagram, I'm going to show you a trick that I've learned. I've like I did some. All, as not only did I speak to a member of the Magic Circle, I actually learned how to do a magic trick. Stop it! You yeah. can do it on me. It would be rubbish to do it on podcast because quite visual. <laughs> so I, well, maybe we'll film it and then I'll yeah, put it up. Put it on Insta. Uh, but on there Insta? you go. Um, put it on Insta. Put no? it on Insta. We're actually now on social media, so. Oh, sorry, You're disgusting. Let's di- let's evaporate. Let's disappear. Our final trick. Can be your glamorous assistant. I'm your glamorous assistant. Your Debbie on Paul. Should we disappear? <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. That was Be More Cleverer. If you liked what you heard, make sure you rate us on your podcast app and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at be more cleverer and if you've got an idea of something that you think we should do a podcast about or if you want to get in touch with us for whatever reason really email us hello at be more thanks
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.